<laughs> yes. Uh, what did What did you tell your wife you were going to go do? Uh, I I uh, I had to lie. You know, couldn't. Did you Did you try to pull the uh, <laughs> fantasy baseball draft again? She's only going to believe that so many times. <laughs> there's There's multiple she, leagues, she, sweetheart. She, she did say. Uh, I said I'm going to go make a podcast now. I don't know how it's going to go, and she said, "Well, it doesn't have to be good, right?" So. <laughs> That could be the tagline of the show, right? It doesn't have to be good, right? <laughs> I think we could probably fit that on the on the graphic. There's some, Not required. There's some negative space on that graphic. Yeah. We, can, we could put that in. We can fit it in. All right. So uh, let's do it. Welcome to The Nanny State, the first podcast by us about <laughs> uh, Muppet Babies, a seminal uh, cartoon from our youth. We are not youthful. Uh, not anymore <laughs> not anymore uh but uh we're here to talk about that and oh, this is this is brilliant <laughs> this is good this maybe is... some introductions oh yeah some, um so i'm chip are we gonna do last names so people can google us no i don't think that's a good idea okay i'm chip yeah and i'm dave <laughs> yes, all right. we're doing a podcast yes and uh i was i was wondering if it was worth talking about our, our qualifications uh for said podcast hmm yeah i watched muppet babies as a child and uh, how how'd that go? <laughs> it went well, Jim. Thanks. Uh, I I was thinking about that this morning. I think uh, I would get up. I always got up early as a kid, around five thirty or six on the weekends, and would watch Saturday morning cartoons for the entire next five or six hours. But the yeah. Muppet Babies was the one I looked forward to. I can't remember what time it was on. I was trying to remember that. If it was ten thirty. It, it always felt so long. I That was the one I wanted to watch, and I had to watch for four hours till I got there. I, w- I was trying to figure out if it was a Saturday morning cartoon, because I, I had this impression for some reason that it was actually like an after-school thing for me. Oh. But I but I think I think you might be right. I think it probably was a, a we, Saturday morning. We could find this out. Yeah, September could. 15th, 1984 is what I have written down as the first okay. episode. We'd have to... We'd have to see, like... We'd have to look at a calendar. Yeah, and I don't it's remember not, what do- station it was on or what came before or after, but it was the one, I think. It was the one, I think... <laughs> it was the one, Chip. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew that it was the one for me. As soon as you met it. So that's the... <laughs> that's the show I'm going to watch. And yeah. then 30 years later, I'm going to make a podcast about <laughs> I'm going to humiliate and... myself <laughs> in public. <laughs> like, do we need to talk about your education, by the way? What What makes you uniquely qualified? <laughs> I don't think a uh, PhD in English makes me uniquely no. qualified for talking about no. Muppet Babies. Like, do you want us to, to send this to the university? Or is yeah, this you could put a... that probably as a footnote to the dissertation. I don't think anyone's going to complain. <laughs> All right. From from even just the little bit we've talked to people, that we're, we're, we're not alone. People, no, are, people no. remember this. We're also not in the majority. <laughs> both. So both are true, right? Okay, fair, fair. Um Oh, speaking of, uh, let's get this out of the way. This is absolutely not about that ridiculous new Muppet Babies. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if you're here for the new Muppet Babies, get yeah, out. Yeah, you're in the wrong place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's probably... Unless you think that would be a better idea, then you can email us mm. at an email. Oh, we need to set, email, up, we need know, to set up an email, email address? Oh, boy. All right. There's, we're going to leave all later. sorts of digital footprints yeah. for ourselves for this. Uh, I, in terms of uh, format, yeah. we'll be, I mean, the plan here is to review episodes of the muppet babies starting with episode one right and proceeding for the next eight seasons 107 episodes <laughs> in total that, yeah. uh so uh buckle up 
<laughs> is that is that them or me? Yeah, it's both of us. Okay. It's all everyone, okay. everyone okay. involved. Right. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're Chip, if you're me, yep. if you're related to us, yep. we should also say that uh, the the a unique thing about Muppet Babies is it's very hard to actually see now. Well, hmm. in its in its uh, original form, you can find them on a popular video streaming website <laughs> that isn't yet paying us money. Um, and they probably won't because it's technically probably Rhymes illegal with content. Tube Hube. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of that's probably where, where we're going to be consuming most of the episodes from because uh, well you I think you told you actually illuminated this for me I never thought of this but you can't get them on DVD or on Netflix or anything because of licensing was it or? that's what I understand uh, I read that somewhere and have never followed up again on that but uh, yeah because it uses so many clips from popular media of the era uh that they don't have licensing to they can't actually uh now sell that sell the show anywhere right but you were saying that because disney now seems to own everything well yeah you'd think including that, the muppets and star wars and indiana jones and- yeah watching this episode which we'll get into in a moment uh the there weren't many sequences in there that seemed like they weren't uh, now owned by disney in some in some format so it seems yeah. possible well, Especially if they're bringing Muppet Babies back. Oh, then we are ahead of the curve, man. Like, this could be... Yeah, this is... This, yeah, this could be lucrative. Yeah. Buckle yes. up, indeed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, so episode one, season one of the Muppet Babies, Noisy Neighbors. This actually, this delighted me when I first saw it again because I forgot about this. But it starts off with a Gonzo nose joke, and I'm a Gonzo guy. Isn't is everyone a Gonzo guy? Do you uh, think? I don't know because I'm definitely not other people. We'll we'll get to that soon enough. But uh, but I just love a good Gonzo nose joke, and mm-hmm. he and nose comes out of the cardboard box. He's a periscope on their submarine. And this just just this is good things to come. This made me this made me hopeful. Not spoiler a little bit, but it's definitely downhill <laughs> from here after this sequence. I think in the in the episode, mm-hmm. but I agree. This is uh, a a highlight of a sequence in the show. They're right. they're pretending that they're out at sea, uh, and that uh, yeah, Gonzo's the nose periscope on their submarine, and they're looking for a battleship of of some kind. And, and yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, there, there's this wonderful moment that uh makes no sense where kermit is looking into his tummy uh <laughs> as if the uh eyepieces uh are right there on his onesie yeah. or whatever that thing is what is what is he wearing it's kind of like it's a, a wrestling, jumper it's something? like a wrestling singlet yeah yeah their clothes don't make a lot of sense now that you mention that this is like you know red october kind of thing right you know this is battleship they're the submarine they're looking for the battleship uh and then it, it cuts for a second they, they see a real life battle. I mean, that's the fun thing about Muppet yeah. Babies is actually would cut to interspersed to like real video clip from whatever. Yeah, I wonder uh, what that was from. It was it was uh, some kind of classic war movie. It looked like. Yeah, or like maybe like even like a Navy recruiting film. Like. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're um, they're about to do battle with the the other Muppet Babies on the couch. Oh, did we talk about who was in the uh, the cardboard box? It was Piggy and Gonzo, Kermit, Kermit, and was Skeeter in there? No, Fozzie. Uh, Fozzie, yes, right, Fozzie. Fozzie. Yeah. Okay, so on, on the on the couch are the other uh, are there are there eight Muppet babies? That's a, that's a great question. We should know this. We shit. just we just um, what'd you get four? I got four. Oh, we got uh, but on the couch Skeeter, got Scooter, Animal, Animal, Rolf. Rolf. I think that's it. Yeah, I think, eight. I think there's occasional. Seems like there should be a ninth. I think there's occasional guests. Some things. 
Uh, so anyway, yeah, so the other kids are on the couch, and to be honest, I am like I'm I'm team submarine at this point. We talked about who we like, who we don't like. I could, I think the show could be about the people in the submarine, and I'd love it just as much. They, I hope they sink that couch. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a scooter or a skeeter or a Ralph fan. I well, I will say Ralph, Ralph seems like a decent guy. Is it Ralph? Is that how you say the name? Ralph. 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 Ralph? <laughs> no, I think it's Ralph. But I, I, I will say, of all of the of the, uh, if you're looking at the 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 Muppets compared to their Muppet Baby counterparts, yeah, Rolf I think is the most degraded of them as he becomes a Muppet Baby. I think I love Rolf as a Muppet, but Muppet yeah. Baby he's pretty. I don't know. He's yeah. a little cliche. Little Rolf in the Muppets though's got this kind of like darkness to him. I feel like he's playing like uh-huh. the blues. I don't know. He's a different character. This one he's I don't know. But Rolf is moving the couch. Would you? It's impressive <laughs> strength. For a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Or a cheap couch. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's a possibility. Skeeter is like the captain of the boat, and she decides to launch Animal like a torpedo at the cardboard box. Uh, it's kind of like a, a Kool-Aid man sort of thing, like going through the wall. Hey! Oh yeah, here comes Kool-Aid. So they, li- they line it up, uh, they get like a ramp ready, and they put roller skates on Animal. Is Animal yeah. younger than the rest? I feel like, yeah, they treat him like the baby. Yeah, he's got like a like, little... What is a baby thing around his head? It's a like a, a bonnet. bonnet? A yeah. Bonnet, yeah. I don't know whether they're like how they're how they're trying to run that personality back into childhood. Yeah, they just made him like more infantile than mm-hmm. the rest. So, well, anyway, so this creates uh, a noise, obviously a big noise. Yeah, it's loud. And, yeah, and and there we see the first uh, the iconic nanny socks. Yep, she comes to the door, and they're not yet in deep shit, but they are. No, they're uh, about to be. And so she, um, <laughs> so she comes to inform them that their neighbor, Officer Carruthers, <laughs> uh, great name, he, he's tattled on them already. This took like no time. Like it wasn't a, I don't think he gave them a second chance unless they've been noisy before we saw it. Like it's like right away the cop is calling them. No, and 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 she tells them that this is that their police neighbor who works at night mm-hmm. uh, is upset because. They're disturbing his sleep because he's trying to sleep during the day, and they need to be quiet, otherwise, you know, shit's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And, and I gotta say, like, how how close does Officer Carruthers' house to their house? Like, they would have to be incredibly loud to be going through their walls, through his walls, across You're right. the street. You're right. I don't know. And they've got a big a big house, though. No, it's, it's like large. a yeah. So it's like this is not yeah. likely an apartment complex. And this is not the first of of the moments in this where I've wondered like. What the fuck is is Nanny doing? Like, where is she? Shouldn't she be watching these kids? <laughs> Presumably, someone's paying her to watch their children, and all she does is close the door. Oh, they're not uh, all. She didn't adopt them all. I mean, I think we're gonna have to speculate this long into this uh, hundred oh, that's, hundred I, plus episodes. What is Nanny's relationship here? Well, I assume she was a nanny and was taking care of them during the day. Oh. But that, I don't know. Maybe they do live with her. Yeah, I. I she's I mean, doing a terrible job. There's no question. <laughs> I hope she's not being paid. If that's someone's kids. I would be pissed if that's how my kids were treated at their at their daycare. Yeah. That's terrible. Maybe she's a maybe she's a baby snatcher. <laughs> Stole. It's a rather random assortment of, it is. of, of baby types. That's why I assumed it was uh, like a daycare that they went to during the day. Although we never see their respective parents pick them up. Right. True. True. Uh, okay. So so nanny comes in. She informs them that like Officer Crothers is like, and and animal starts going like like crazy. And and animal stresses me out like. <laughs> I think as a personality type, like animal, just like 
he's so out of control that it just it makes me nervous like i think even as an adult yeah. watching it's just like shut up animal yeah. <laughs> what do you do get yourself gonna... under control there's a great moment here where nanny's boot like she's tapping her foot like impatiently and it like morphs into this like jack booted cop <laughs> boot look and it's just what a great like and this is just in kermit's imagination but it's a very police state sort of vibe. I mean, it's it's intense. It's a <laughs> it is know. the nanny state. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking, like, growing up, were, were police officers? Is that how I saw them? Because I mean, this is obviously like formative, right? Mm-hmm. You you watch this. Were cops like nowadays? Cops seem to be like they try to be like the friendly officer resource thing. Mm-hmm. But like, were they the you know jackbooted you know scary guys for for you growing up? I don't I don't really remember my memories of police officers. Yeah, I I mean I have. Uh... I have sort of memories of being terrified of the police, but I don't know that those are, are logical at all or whether they're related to Muppet Babies. Yeah, they may have been, they may have been those fears. I mean, you didn't want the police, I mean, you still don't want the police talking to you, right? <laughs> Guess not. Okay, so, so yeah, Animal, but Nanny's basically like, don't get loud again or, or Officer Crothers is going to be mad. And so this, this episode is all about like trying to keep Animal under control and he... Again, he's making me stress out. He's going, he's going bananas, um, and they're all trying to figure out how are they going to calm him down. Officer Crothers is going to come up later again in the show, but uh, what what do we think he's going to do if he does come over there? <laughs> I mean, they have some ideas about it. Fozzie has something about him spreading grape jelly or something oh, all over him. I didn't yeah, really understand he's, that. He's something with peanut butter and like with no <laughs> jelly or something. Yeah, we should have watched. Sounds this more before. perverted than I think he means it in the. Episode. I think so. Yeah. Whether or not it's in this episode, I guarantee you at some point in the show, there was like an imaginary moment where they were like behind bars in like prison stripes. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, they're, they're trying to get Animal to calm down. And I think they all come up with ideas. And I think, does Fosse try to tell him a joke or something? And, and Kermit says, shut him up, not crack him up. <laughs> Which I thought was, you know, colorful language for uh, for that era. The shut him up part? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's actually a couple things that I'm just like, oh, God, did I see this as a child? How was I not naughtier? Because you're worried about Officer Carruthers coming over. Yeah. Are you okay. something to be afraid of. How do you feel about Fozzie, just off the bat? Uh, I've always had such a mixed... Uh, I always have a mixed feeling about Fozzie. I, uh, he does uh, throw out his patented Waka Waka, which yeah. uh, I remember naming many things as a child Waka Bega, which I believe was a reference to Waka Waka. Yeah, I don't know where I got that, but I definitely was... It, its origins were in the Waka Waka, for sure. Okay. I okay. built a milk carton boat one time that was the Waka Bega, for sure. And many other creations were... A milk carton boat, do you say? Yeah. You, you you tape a bunch of milk cartons together and you can float like on it. Like big enough for you to float on? Yeah. Yeah. That's you need a lot of milk cartons. Yeah. I was about to say, well, you, uh, you know, this may reveal itself throughout the podcast, but you have had an interesting backstory where you have done, you have done amazing things. And taping together milk cartons and floating on them. That's not that, it wasn't a job. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, that's a lot of milk cartons. I mean, you, you, you don't need that many milk cartons. Well, you had, <laughs> well, how big were you? I was, were you, I was like 10, probably. I was a very small boy. <laughs> um, it was probably 50 milk cartons. I like, saved them for a long time. You're talking time. about the yeah, th- that's exactly it. It's the yeah. fact that you saved them. Like yeah. most people don't yeah. have the willpower. I think you I wanted had will- to float. I wanted to float on. Them. <laughs> I think <laughs> you had willpower, will man. Like, was this for like a, a fair, like one of those like boat races? Uh, it was. I think they had one at uh, Green Lake here in mm-hmm. Seattle, but I don't think I took it to that. I think I just took it into it separately. I didn't want to participate in the actual event. I just wanted to <laughs> build the the milk carton. Well, boat. Did, it, did it float? Oh yeah, yeah. I got a picture somewhere. I got to find that. <laughs> you do yeah. have to find that. <laughs> 
All right, and add another one to the list. <laughs> but back to your initial question around Fozzie. Uh, yeah. His jokes are so bad. I want him to be funny. I like him. He looks... He, he's my favorite looking Muppet yeah. baby. Like, and I'd like good, to give well, him a hug. <laughs> he looks really soft. He's a soft looking Muppet yeah. baby. And he's got a good, yeah, he's, he's well, he's got good movements and stuff, but yeah, yeah. You, you want him. He looks cuddly and, and he's like fun to hang out with. Wouldn't you love to see him just have a really tight, like five minute set? <laughs> like really good. Doing the stand up. Yeah, yeah. Going on the road. By the way, uh, another thing, just watching this, like the room just takes me back. I remember that wallpaper. I remember that like peach carpet. Uh, Cause I'm surprised my house doesn't have wallpaper and carpet like that, but yet yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. this, wait till this podcast takes off, Chip. Exactly. You're gonna redo the whole thing. Exactly. You're gonna have I'm to gonna be like, "Hey, wife, how does gray grid in peach carpet <laughs> sound in this room in a bay window?" <laughs> that bay window. Do you think it's an intentional reference to the Death Star? Because it really looks. Mm. I feel like they must make a reference later in the series. I hope so. Because it it looks just like one of the windows mm-hmm. in the Emperor's throne room. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's like. It looks exactly like it. I don't think they do. Do they ever look out of it though? I wonder. What do you think they would see? Just the abyss. <laughs> Nothing. Carruthers just <laughs> tapping, <laughs> tapping his nightstick. Him and all his buddies. He kind of has a just uh, a, a cop like a SWAT team. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, He's got kind of a. Um, oh, what, what's the name of that band? The one that did YMCA. Uh, village people. Village people. He's got kind of a village people vibe oh, to yeah. me a little bit. Like yeah, little I could, bit. I could see him showing up with like his other village people outside the window. Did I just hear my wife laugh? <laughs> I think so. Probably not at us. <laughs> I'm sure it's not at us. <laughs> um. <laughs> but may, maybe he's not actually on the beat. Maybe he is like a village person. <laughs> he's actually. Not he's a going cop. to the clubs. That's why he's was. working. That's why he's working the night shift. Yeah. <laughs> he's a stripper. It's like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's a, the officer is purely like a. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's not true. Those uh, are tearaway pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced now. Now that I think about it, he, he's all talk. Oh, yeah. He doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> Just talks a good game. He just strips, classic stripper strips move. Strips and threatens children. Yeah. <laughs> just like a stripper. Exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, back to the story. So they're gonna calm animal down, right? And so Piggy decides I'm gonna read him a story, uh, and she starts reading him a, a story, and this takes you into the first imagination scene, and it's Piggy in a it's fantasy land, right? It's castles, and of course she is the beautiful princess in the castle. Mm-hmm. And I loved that immediately, not only is she the beautiful princess, but Skeeter is the servant, which oh, yeah. kind of just Fanny. feels like yeah. how Piggy probably sees Skeeter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a, I mean, all the, the next sequence is like this too, but the it's a pretty boring sequence all told, yeah. I felt like. Like they're, they're telling some story and Piggy, there's a dragon and they have to, like all of the... Uh, the dragon... And I, I was surprised that the dragon was just a random dragon. Like, it wasn't, like, it would have made more sense for it to be a, an animal dragon. You know, one of the characters as as a dragon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, make, that would make some sense. It is, it is rather... Well, this is... Officer Carruthers is a dragon? <laughs> this is a... That would have been smart. Oh. If they ever want to do a real reboot. Not, yeah. not this bullshit reboot yeah. that's on Disney Channel now, but... Uh, the three brave knights appear to take on said dancing dragon, and it's Sir Kermie and Sir Fozzie and Sir Gonzo, who takes a second nose bump. 
which is great. I, I love, you the, love the nose jokes. Yeah, didn't know you were a nose joke man. Yeah, it's like, every Gotta time get those nose jokes. Oh, every time, just like just just get it in the door. Get, get the nose get it jokes. In the window. Yeah, the helmet of your night suit, night costume. Is it is it noses or is it noses that look like phalluses that get you? <laughs> if it was, was are penis jokes also a thing that you're into? Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna say we could. We could research this, but I don't want to research it. No, so you don't no, want to look into I'm that. Guess, no, I think there'd be too much cringing. I think yeah. it's. I think just, the nose is a the safe nose. territory. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it's a crossover. I mean, it's a it's a nose phallus. So you get it. Sure is the best I of mean, both worlds. Uh, so Fozzie, I think tries. Uh, so did somebody somebody tried to stop the dragon? Was was it Gonzo and he? No, I think Fozzie starts first? And, okay. and he tries to tell some jokes, but then the dragon <laughs> burns they, the jokes. Do the jokes land? <laughs> no, no, the jokes don't land. Uh, and so the dragon sits on him, which seemed pretty brutal. But now Piggy calls for the next suitor. Uh, is this where Gonzo takes? It? God, I hope it's another nose bump. Oh yeah, there's, there's definitely. I think that. Oh no, it's tail swipe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so uh, Gonzo's gone. So then it's Kermit's turn. Um, by the way, like no, no, no check back. Like this is we're literally minutes into this, and we haven't checked back on Animal. Like, which is the whole point of this. Yeah, he's not yeah. in the sequence. Um, but Kermit ends up, I believe, dancing with the dragon. Kermit does a break, break dancing, is is how he's going to tame the dragon is through break dancing, yeah. and then then animal gets real excited about break dancing and yeah, does like his back own. back in the real world, yeah, I'll back in the real world, yeah. yeah. So animals dancing, uh, and literally like within like five seconds of him starting to dance, you can hear the phone ring instantly, <laughs> like it's but like he's going crazy. I mean, he's tossing tables, he's kicking yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. it's a it's an it's a pretty great dance. No, but the phone the no. phone literally rings. Oh, yeah. it's, it's it's like Carruthers had dialed six of the yeah. seven digits. Yeah. Oh yeah, then they imagine themselves all in prison. Oh, in guard. prison. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. It happened. <laughs> oh, but there's the first Star Wars reference right. in this sequence. Do you, do you want to describe what uh, what happens there? Yeah. Well, well. So they're all running around the nursery uh, in their pinstripes, uh, from running from a spotlight, imagine themselves in prison. Gonzo opens the door to hide, and he sees the. The Star Destroyer from uh, the beginning of uh, of Star Wars and it's shooting and I can't remember what he says, but something like "Oh, this has gotten real intense" or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Um, oh no, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> I mean, those those moments to me, I remember as a kid, like the the especially the Star Wars and Indiana Jones moments were like the ones that I would get so excited about. Like, oh, it's a Star Wars reference. Nice. You didn't see Star Wars on TV. That's right. Yeah, they were like VHS. At eight, was it eighty four when this came out? Mm-hmm. Like VHS was not in every home mm-hmm. by then, by for sure. So, yeah, Just happy to see a Star Wars. Exactly. Just, and I and I was thinking as I saw this, I'm like, this show is really just like all about fear. Like, I feel like every episode I remember, it's like it's there's gonna be one where like Fozzie's got to go to the dentist. And I think the like, next one's about fear of the dark. Yeah. 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 It's like and and I don't know if <laughs> the show adequately like helps children resolve their fears they just kind of get out of their scrapes versus versus like really come to understand that there's nothing to be scared of well is the escape just through the imagination is that is that how you get through it <laughs> i don't know yeah i guess it the the lyric in the intro song is like and i, I never knew this i actually had to look up the lyrics to the song i uh, thought i knew the lyrics um there was Kerm- one i didn't rec- recognize the, either. kermit's lines like when your world gets kind of weird yeah, and you wish yeah. that you weren't there yeah that wasn't what i ever reckoned i didn't know that that's what he was saying yeah yeah and so it's it, it's weird it's about it's literally about escapism like yeah mental yeah um okay so uh so the 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 kid's next plan 
And I know you're a big fan of this. Yeah, a genius plan. A genius plan to tell, to sing uh, Animal Lullaby. Good plan. Yeah, something to make him fall asleep, they say. Um, oh, no. Something, actually, before that, they say, we need something to make him fall asleep. And Skeeter, okay, who, who redeems herself in my eyes a bit here, says, how about a sledgehammer? <laughs> and since I don't care for Animal, that's funny. I'm a fan now. Um, uh and then I think Ralph has says something about <laughs> Ralph says something about how about the piano? And then Fozzie's like, You're gonna hit him with a piano. <laughs> and so this this show is terrific. That's probably violent. one of the that's probably one of the best Fozzie jokes. It's pretty good. Yeah. Like uh, you know, unintentionally. Uh, but this show's kind of violent. Okay, and so then Ralph Ralph Ralph. <laughs> I don't we'll never get Ralph. it right. Rolf. <laughs> Rolf. I knew a guy named Rolf once. No, real real dude named Rolf. Strange. How was, I always, it, how was it spelled? I think it was R-O-L-F. I think it was just like the Muppet. Huh. Imagine having to live with that. <laughs> and not because like, then and, you say, and not being good you, at the piano. How do you say it? It's like Rolf, like the Muppet baby, or like the Muppet. You're like, well, how the fuck do you say the Muppet name? Yeah. That's not helpful at all. Uh, well, then we get the, the, the worst <laughs> song I've ever heard. <laughs> when we first started talking about this episode, and we watched it long before we... This podcast is a long time coming. You were incensed. It's a terrible day. song. You're like, that's the worst. <laughs> it's not really even a song. I mean, it's... You were trying to figure out what style it was, and I think... You settled on Elton John. I I think it's I don't a know. bad Jerry Lee Lewis. Really bad. Great Balls of Fire. But, I mean, literally, it's the furthest thing you can do from a lullaby. So. Oh, yeah. So it's bad at, at, it's bad at what it's trying to do, but it's also just a god-awful song. I mean, it, oh. it's the... It's not. It's not even music. It's like a bad. It's like a bad jingle. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not a fan of music and cartoons, and it happens far too often. Unfortunately, I don't know if the writers get bored. They're like, let's just throw in a song. But uh, yeah, this one's a particular. It's too bad because the Muppet Babies theme is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, and I bet there might be other songs that are pretty good. But this one, for your pilot episode, wow, you really. Uh... <laughs> I mean, maybe we should talk about the fact that for a pilot episode, this is kind of a weird. I mean, they no no weird. characters are ever introduced. I mean, we're never really given a frame of like, oh, what's yeah. the. There's no exposition anywhere, is there? Or... No, I mean, you're. I mean, I guess you're assumed to know the Muppets. They're an established brand at this point. Um, this was in the '80s, yeah. Yeah. There's no explanation for what they're all doing in this nursery. Although I don't, I haven't watched <laughs> one of the Muppet movies. They're introduced right in Muppets Take Manhattan, maybe. Uh, we should probably watch that at some point. We should. That'll be w- special when, edition. Exactly. When we have many, episode. many listeners, we will <laughs> we will do some special for the Pang <laughs> listeners out there. Exactly. The the special Christmas bonus <laughs> for all of our subscribers on Patreon. We should probably. <laughs> okay. Man, there's a lot to do. <laughs> no, we just wanted to talk about Muppet Babies, and we gotta yeah. <laughs> gotta get an email address. There's a lot of infrastructure work to do. I better find an accountant. Um, Okay, so yeah, worse shit song plays. Uh, does it work? Uh, I don't think so. No, no. It, it, it's a, it's. I can't even really describe why it's so bad. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. I, I do enjoy watching Rolf play the piano because he's a very, it's a very full body ears flapping yeah. sort of yeah. thing. It and is I, like Elton John and yeah. yeah. But the, the 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 lyrics are bad. The the music is bad. Yeah, there's there's very little good that's happening right here. Um, you know, I think I need to grab another beer to make it through this song. <laughs> are you are you almost due? I'm good. I'm good. Are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Give me another go. one. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. go. Do Do you want me to let it play or? <laughs> I don't want to listen to the fucking song. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Be back. 
It's actually going pretty well. It's going all right. (laughs) All right. uh, The sounds of guy cracking beer. So not bad. For for the record, when I ran upstairs, I confirmed that my wife was indeed not laughing at. Okay, that's good. Uh, Okay, where were we? Okay, so Ralph plays his terrible song. Yeah, an animal goes goes crazy. <laughs> Every, I mean, to be fair, everybody goes crazy in this sequence. I mean, they're all dancing. They're making quite a bit of noise. Uh, Multi-instrument affair, coordinated dancing. Uh, and then Nanny comes back. Yeah, she's back. Third time. Uh, and she third, lays it down this time, right? I mean... Yeah. She said, it's his third call from Carruthers. Mm-hmm. She says, he's not calling anymore if Shit. he gets... He said, if he gets, if he gets woken up again, uh, he's coming over to speak with them personally. What do you think he's gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. What would you say? What would you say to a bunch of kids? Be quiet. I, I, mean, I know what they my, imagine. Yeah. Can you get your own kid to be quiet no, when you really no, need it to be? No. no, no, she's not gonna be quiet. Yeah. I don't know what he plans on doing, unless he really does plan on just kicking the shit out of them. Which I guess it's the '80s. <laughs> it's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> but if we have established he's a stripper, so maybe, <laughs> maybe he knows all sorts of other tricks. Who knows? Oh, lovely. Oh, oh! So then they turn on the TV, and this blew my mind for a second. Okay, so uh, they turn on the TV to, I, I guess, to calm animal down. Trying another thing, like just just be quiet, watch the TV. Yeah, this is that the sounds third, like the eighties. Yeah. That's what yeah, we yeah, did in the eighties. Yeah. Shut up, watch yeah, the TV. Watch the TV. And uh, and a news anchor's on the screen. It's Clyde Crumpet, and it's the morning news. So this is the morning still. So oh my god, you, that can't. I guess that could be true. Like in the time? I hadn't thought about that. Like, that's the morning news? He says it's the morning news. But the weird thing is, I mean, we'll get to this soon, but like, eventually Officer Carruthers goes to work. Oh, shit, you told him. Oh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Okay, okay, rewind it. Fast forward a little bit. Shit. Yeah. Not good at this podcasting thing. Well, nobody's perfect. But anyway, he, he's reading a story on the news, uh, it's a, and he's got a big-ass smile on his face, but he's reading about a South American earthquake. It's kind of an inappropriate grin for the news. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so that causes Animal to go ape shit, and he starts doing like, he starts like going so crazy that even Clyde in the TV is flipping is, over. Is, I did really enjoy that. I thought that was a nice. Bit. So he's ma- animals making the earthquake in, <laughs> even in the nursery, wherever and city. wherever Clyde is broadcasting yeah. from, apparently yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so it uh, channel changes, flips to more people. Now it's like a, a game show, and like. Everybody on TV has giant noses. So I guess that's the one thing that You're makes You're excited it. about this. <laughs> we, oh. We've established you're a nose man. All those noses. Oh. <laughs> Just got to take a break for a while. I need some Kleenex. <laughs> got to blow that nose. <laughs> for the noses, yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, boy. They get to the next sequence, right, where they're it's sort of a Superman. Yeah, Super Gonzo. Yeah, Super Gonzo. Which I'm excited about. He leaps into the TV and becomes becomes the TV character. Did they all go in? Uh, no, they all crowd around the TV and oh, smush their faces in it. to watch him. And it's, it is a Superman sort of like he's Clark Kent. Yeah. So Clark Kent parody. Um, What's up with Gonzo's, Gonzo and the, and, the, and the chicken? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's on, it's, it's on his singlet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah, there he's got a, a little, but it's like a chick. Yeah. But, well, but later it, on, it's a Camilla. Yeah, Camilla's like his girlfriend, right? 
Really? Yeah. No, he loves Piggy, doesn't he? He doesn't love the chick. He's just. I think the Piggy thing is a Muppet baby conceit. I don't think it's that's. I don't think that's the case. Is he not a Muppet? Does he not love Piggy when he's older? Camilla's his girlfriend. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) He's got like a weird chicken fetish. I'm pretty sure. It's like Piggy was his beard like back in the day when he was like a little kid trying to figure stuff out. Good for you. Yeah, I'm glad fa- you found, he found you. himself. I'm glad you found you. You he be you. He loves chickens. Um, I, that's funny. I hadn't noticed the chicken on his. Yeah, it's a, it's like a little little baby chick on his. Uh, Strange. Yeah. Uh, so Cluck Kent, he's an ace reporter, um, and I'm trying to see what I have a note here about. This is pretty great. There is a, a an ashtray here. With oh, cigar with 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 cigarettes in it. I did not notice that. Yeah, he's like Gonzo stands on it to use the elevator because oh. he's too short, and he's standing on it uh, an an ashtray with with cigarette butts. Yeah. I do not think that would fly today. But. No, no, I, I did not catch that. That's a good catch. Um, I did, however, catch that he manages to cleverly push the button with <laughs> his nose. Yeah, and uh, and I think I'm gonna have to do a drop to this because it's actually a really fantastic sound. <laughs> This is at, at this point in the episode, uh, it's right before Piggy runs up. I realize that there is a manic amount of like underscoring music in these episodes. Oh. It is like, it is like there's not a moment of silence in a Muppet Babies episode. It is just constant. Well, and this is the third. So we had the opening sequence with the boats. The boats. We then had, what was after that? Well, then Nanny comes in and tells them to be quiet. And then this is the third of the sequences post, post that mm-hmm. that have gone on. And this. This is what at, at like minute 15, 16, <laughs> if that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, about that. I mean, you're talking about like four four major different uh sequences that have been already jammed in there. It's mm-hmm. it is pretty manic, especially for an I feel like early 80s played it a little cooler. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that would be unusual now to have mm-hmm. quite that level of um like of sequencing, but this is what did it. All, all those movie makers made and uh, commercial makers today watch too much Muppet Babies. That and might they, be it. They got their three second shots now. <laughs> that might be it. Yeah. Um, Piggy, Piggy comes running up to the elevator. So Gonzo's in the elevator, and Piggy comes running up, and there's like a little interior monologue moment in his head. You hear his voice, and he talks about. He says, "Boy, am I wild about her, but I try not to show it." And you're showing it. <laughs> you're really showing it. Um, and <laughs> I mean, you're. You're literally kissing her, <laughs> so you're not trying not to show it. Not very subtle. Yeah, and um, and then that made me horrified. Like, how much of this was I exposed to? There's, there's a lot of just random kissing. I feel like in Muppet Babies. There is. Yeah, Gonzo. Gonzo really lays it on pretty mm-hmm. thick to mm-hmm. her, and uh, yeah, thank God I arrived to adulthood with no charges pressed against me. Just a nose this fetish. Was, since I, well, yeah. Other than the nose fetish, you're totally fine. <laughs> the elevator, the elevator is crashing. The elevator, the the cable snaps. They're crashing, and he needs to become super Gonzo. Yeah, and he 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 shoves her like I mean he was all Across over her one second. He just he, he gives her a pretty hard shove. So Gonzo's now head goes through the roof for a second time in the show, uh, at the hands of Piggy both times because mm-hmm. uh, she did it on the boat and then here in the elevator as well. And I wonder if that's kind of intentional continuity, or is that just... I was surprised they didn't have a, a, a super. They had no Superman clips in this. I wonder if they didn't even at the time have... If that would have been copyright infringement. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a pretty blatant DC. You know, you got Clark Kent, the rep- ace reporter. Oh, yeah. It's pretty and, clear. And Conzo gets really swollen there for a oh, moment. Oh, yeah. He's... He gets pretty big. Uh, but he dashes off. 
He saves the day, dashes off, and returns as, as Clark Kent, uh, only to get chastised. It's the classic, it's the it's the Superman story. Right. They don't really, I mean, that's the thing, I guess, that I didn't really love about uh, about that sequence, was it, it didn't really add anything specific. I mean, other than, like, flying into the TV was an interesting variation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, it just was sort of a straight retelling of Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Each of these sequences, despite only being probably two and a half, three minutes, they feel epically long. Yeah, yeah. that one particularly felt very long to me because it just was so <laughs> it, trite. Right. And then, um, so like myself, Animal is bored at the end of this. Yeah. And uh, and so now he's jumping on the TV. And now we go to uh, a King Kong. Oh, oh, so actually, oh, this is why it feels so long. They're still doing the yeah. Superman thing, but Animal has climbed into the TV. And now he's effectively King Kong. Like, Gonzo has his fourth costume change here. Um, oh, this is good. He actually goes to use his Super Gonzo. He goes to the phone booth. But Fozzie's in there talking to his agent, Bernie. <laughs> um, and oddly knows uh, that uh, it's Super Gonzo. I think he says he says to him, like, um, keep your cape on. <laughs> Which, Gonzo is, is Clark, Clark Kent right he's not now. He's supposed to know that. He's How do you know that, Fozzie? How do you know he's got a cape? So Fozzie tells another bad joke, and a, uh, a tomato comes through the phone. <laughs> that to- uh, I mean, that's the first of many tomatoes on the show, right? I mean, the tomatoes after the bad joke are... It must be. ...are definitely something we're going to see. Oh! Well, I thought it was funny. Animal climbs the building. Um, Gonzo gets all swollen again. <laughs> What's interesting about Gonzo getting all bulked up, like all hulked out, is that he doesn't stay that way. Yeah, it's just like a momentary flash where he's becoming Super Gonzo. He becomes like that, and then he reduces back to normal size. Yeah. Well, anyway, he gets gets stuck in the phone booth, and then he flies with the phone booth still on him, which I thought was... That was pretty great. I'm a Gonzo man. Uh, (laughs) You are a Gonzo man. Um Oh, so a phone rings, and it's the operator. He answers... uh, Gonzo stops flying. It's the phone... Um, and then she disconnects the flight and the phone booth falls. I, I did like the... I always like a King Kong reference, I guess. I mean, it it felt a little obvious, but was kind of entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And Gonzo goes up, and he flies, and he snaps, like, the lightning rod off a tower. And then he goes and plays the drums on Animal's head. Um, I, I think they're... Are they still trying to calm him down? Like, what the fuck's happening in the nursery I mean, at this he's point? in the TV, so you'd think it would be okay... You think you just turn the TV off or something? Yeah, but I mean, can I you mean, imagine like there's the if this is if these are always grounded a little bit in reality? Is they just beating the shit out of animals? <laughs> yeah, where are yeah? Where are they? Because that is a weird thing. Because usually there's that shift where they're you know shifting into the imagination. Yeah. It's a it's a real nursery, and then it becomes something fantastical. But this they actually do go inside the TV mm-hmm. in 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 the previous sequence to yeah. make it that. So I don't know what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> At this point, yeah, beating the shit out of animal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, better them than not circle others, right? <laughs> just softening them up. We're, <laughs> we're doing this for your own benefit. Exactly. Okay, so uh, Nanny's legs appear in the fantasy, which means Nanny is back in the uh, in the nursery. And oh shit, right? This is number four. Yeah, yeah. right. Like they, they um, know this is it. Yeah, like they've they've screwed up. Last time, Carruthers is not even a phone call. He's just going to come over. So Nanny's back. Shit's about to go. It said Officer Carruthers has called again. Which he said he wasn't going to do. They are rightfully freaked out. Um, but Nanny informs them that Officer Carruthers is leaving for work. So it's now stripping they, time. <laughs> so now <laughs> they can make all the noise they want. Uh, and um, 
And at which point, of course, they promptly all fall asleep. Yes. So and scene. <laughs> yeah. Um. So and that's it. Uh, I guess I think this is a show for children, but you know, I usually like my resolutions to have a little bit more meat on their bones. I mean, how, just... would, how would you have liked it to end? Because it, in some ways, what was I guess what was the storyline? Well, I guess I, I guess it would have been nice to see them learn a lesson. Yeah, that's of, what I mean. What was the lesson? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. They just get out of it. Like yeah. they're naughty until it's it's okay to be naughty. They, I mean, I will say they weren't even that naughty. I mean, they were a little loud, but it was mainly animal, and I still contend that. That's really Nanny's job. <laughs> she should be doing something. <laughs> she is the adult. Yeah. It's not the responsibility of the other children to keep one other child silent, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what yeah, what could she be doing? Is she watching her shows in the other room? <laughs> Ironing. Ironing <laughs> yeah. socks. I don't know. Not not watching the kids. No, not watching the kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is the end of uh the first episode of That's it. <laughs> that is it. Um and that, that that is kind of how it feels to me because it literally was all this build-up to complete and absolute resolution with no effort on the part of our protagonist. And then they just fall asleep. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I just I just had a random... <laughs> I lost that train of... I lost my train... Because I just... Is Officer Carruthers real? Or was this something that Nanny... Oh, Nanny just made it up? Could Nanny have just made up Officer Carruthers? Do we ever see him? I think he actually might appear in another episode, I want to say. Interesting. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, just he's just the threat. Have Should you I, tried that with your kids? I'm thinking tomorrow. I'm Officer try. Carruthers called. Yeah. He needs to get. We have a bed, new neighbor. Yeah. yeah, he's a stripper, <laughs> and he needs his rest. <laughs> he was up late, and you guys are being real loud. And yeah, things are gonna get naughty. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want him to come over here. No, God, he's got a. No, I don't want him to come over here. Your mother might want him to come over here. I don't want him to come over. I did not want to get in trouble. No. And no. Animal was all about getting in trouble. Like Murdoch on uh, the A-Team had a little bit of that. I don't know if I know the A-Team as well as I should. What? I know. I don't know the A-Team? No. How do you know the A-Team? I know Mr. T. <laughs> He's like, There's a guy who had a cigar. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. somebody wore a baseball hat, I think. That uh, yeah, that's Murdoch. And they had a van. They definitely had a van. Was it Black called? Van. Was it called the Mystery Machine? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what's uh what's coming up on the next episode, Chip? Uh, episode two is called uh, "Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Dark." Oh, and, see another fear episode. Oh, and it says the babies help Beaker conquer his fear of darkness. Beaker? Beaker. So we're going to see Dr. Bunsen and Beaker, Are... a special guest episode. Oh, wow. They arrive at the nursery. Maybe we'll find out <laughs> what the nursery is. <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, uh, until next time. Until next time. We will. <laughs> how, do you, how do you wrap one of these how do you wrap? Uh, I don't know. We say we'll be seeing you next time on the Nanny State. <laughs> Depending on how well this edit goes, we'll, we may be seeing you again <laughs> on the Nanny State yeah, for episode the... two. Uh, thank you we'll, for <laughs> we'll make your dreams come true The Nanny State is an unaffiliated podcast by Chip and Dave and you can email us at nanny at nannystate.biz our intro music is the song Muppet Babies courtesy of the talented MC Chris from his album MC Chris is Dreaming check out his prolific work on mcchris.com and whatever service you get your grooves from thanks for listening <laughs>